peace and blessings and a whole lot of love. Don't laugh, y'all. I'm about to, thanks for tuning in with Goddess Hadia. Send out nothing but love and positive energy. I had just was reading this article um, titled The Benefits of Shadow Work and How to Use It in Your Journey. And I was reading an article in a podcast, and the whole time I never had pressed the record button. So now here I am reading this article, The Benefits of Shadow Work and How to Use It in Your Journey by Maggie Wall. So let's get to it. We're just going to go right to... First, we're going to talk about... Oh, it's like... All right. So I'm going to do this podcast in sections. So first part is, what is your inner shadow? Your inner shadow is composed of parts of you that you subconsciously reject. And psychologist Carl Jung popularized the idea of shadow self or inner shadow. He defined the collective unconscious with eight different Jungian archetypes. All right. The number first one is self, the center of personality or sight, your conscious awareness. Then is shadow, the dark and emotional aspect of your psyche. Then an anima, an image of an idealized woman that draws people into their feminine side. Animus, a part of you that has a capacity for reflection and self-knowledge. Personal, persona, the mask you wear to show the world why you protect your inner self. Hero, a part of your psyche that can overcome evil and destruction. Wise old man, a personification of the self that contains your wisdom and trickster, a childish part of your psyche that needs gratification. So Jung defined the shadow archetype as the dark and emotional side of your personality or psyche, and he also defined it as inferior or immoral, immoral, but this isn't always the case. So how your inner shadow affects you. Your shadow side can have a negative impact on your well-being when you ignore it or reject it. This part of yourself craves to be understood, understood and explored. This is because it was ignored and possibly shamed throughout your life. And even if it was less dramatic, we don't feel mentally and emotionally at our best when our shadow is not integrated into ourself. What is to say when a shadow and self are far apart? Far apart. And when you ignore your shadow side, your shadow will find ways to make you aware that it exists. This can lead to issues like self-loathing or poor self-esteem, self-deceit and deceiving others, anxiety and depression, offensive behaviors towards others, struggling to have healthy relationships with others, self-sabotage, self-absorption, and inflated ego. When you reject your shadow, you may also start projecting onto others. Projection happens when you see things in others that you subconsciously recognize within yourself, and those parts can make you uncomfortable. As a result, you can seek to judge or punish others who reflect those traits. Then it goes on to talk about what is shadow work. Shadow work is working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself. This can include trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously consider undesirable. And anyone can do shadow work on their own. However, consider seeking out a licensed therapist for treatment, especially if you struggle with severe um, trauma. 
Welcome back. What is the goal of shadow work? Your shadow work isn't a mistake. It's not a flaw. Instead, it's a natural part of who you are. Shadow work is at heart about developing self-awareness and ultimately self-acceptance and compassion. Shadow work is often both therapy and more spiritual, helping you see the different parts of yourself. For people who have been especially good at avoiding their shadow, for instance, because it's too far different from your own self-perception or desired impression, shadow work is about acknowledging the existence of shadows and getting curious about exploring them. And for those whose shadow is associated with trauma, this type of work helps you work through trauma to embrace the part of yourself that's been suppressed or shamed throughout your life. By accepting your shadow self, you can start to see how your thoughts and emotions influences your behaviors. When you are aware of this, you can take control and empower yourself to live life more deliberately and consciously. You can start to show up as your authentic self. benefits of shadow work so you can benefit from practicing shadow work in several different aspects of your life aspects of your life here are just eight examples of benefits you can gain by implementing shadow work into your self-care practices number one you're going to gain more confidence and self-esteem you can show up more confidently when you show up as your full version of yourself shadow and all there's no more hidden self-doubts about parts of yourself that you may dislike or even loathe. This means you can be more confident as you move forward to achieve your goals. Most of the time, our shadow traits are actually value parts of our personality. But if they are truly weaknesses, you better be able to address them when you bring them out into the light so you can understand and maybe better manage them. Our shadow is most problematic when we aren't even aware of it. Number two, improve your creativity. Accepting your shadow means you get to embrace your creative side. Instead of suppressing your darker side, you can fully tap into all of your unique expressions it hides. Number three, build better relationship build better relationships with others. Only when you fully love and accept yourself, you can fully love and accept others. When you tame your projections, you can see others for who they really are. You no longer see them as projections of the side of you that you dislike. As a result, you can build stronger bonds with them. Number four, practice self-acceptance. You can get rid of the self-loathing you may unconsciously unconsciously have when you repress your shadow. But you can only do this by fully accepting that side of yourself and practicing self-awareness. Accepting your shadow means accepting and feeling self-compassion for every aspect of yourself. It won't necessarily become easy and automatically, but beginning shadow work opens the door for you to get there. Number five, discover your hidden talents. Some people may fear that their shadow contains too much darkness for them to overcome, but in most cases, this golden shadow takes up most of the space. It never had an opportunity to thrive before, and shadow work can tempt this side of yourself out of hiding and allow you to step into everything you can really do. Number six, improve your overall wellness. Repressing your shadow work can lead to all sorts of problems. You may not even realize these problems stem from a repressed side of yourself until you are ready to face that shadow. 
And shadow work can help you take control of your wellness journey by starting at the root. Instead of addressing specific wellness issues like anxiety and unhealthy relationships, shadow work tackles the root cause. The root cause of that anxiety, the root cause of you um, and your unhealthy relationship, the root cause of anger. Number seven, increase your compassion to others. Shadow work helps you reduce projection. When you interact with others, you're less likely to be triggered by people's person, other people's personality tricks and quirks. In turn, this can help you feel more compassion toward others. You no longer see the dark side of yourself reflected in others. Instead, you see them as whole people who likely have their own inner battles to deal with. Number eight, have better clarity. Shadow work gives you better clarity on how your thoughts, emotions, and feelings lead you to act the way you do. And when you have this information, you can show up with more clarity and authenticity. So is shadow work right for you? back so how to start shadow work if everything that you heard resonate with you you can start practicing shadow work it requires a lot of inner work but it's a pot but it's possible for you to do it successfully even on your own here's how to do shadow work no matter where you are right now the first one is decide if you will seek therapy or do the work on your own you don't have to seek out a therapist to do shadow work However, it can be helpful to have someone else guide you through the process. A trained professional can spot patterns within you that you may not be aware of, and they can also give you the tools you need to deal with any triggers you may uncover. Plus, therapists can provide you with personalized prompts to guide you through your shadow work journey. Number two, practicing spotting your inner shadow. To start shadow work, it's important to spot your inner shadow. To do this, you can start by spotting habits you may have. Habits can be good, but they can also be bad. What pattern do you tend to replicate repeatedly in your life that you feel are holding you back? You should also pay attention to your triggers to spot your shadow. Triggers remind your past trauma, which is usually associated with your shadow. And those triggers are messages to help you realize your shadow wants to be seen. And finally, you can spot your shadow by noticing yourself projecting. One way you can do this is by using a mirror technique. This technique can be uncomfortable at first. However, it can allow you to uncover who your shadow self really is. To practice the mirror technique, pay attention to how you think and feel when you interact with others. When negative feelings come up, ask yourself if you may be projecting. Here's an example. Let's say you're talking to a friend and they start talking over the conversation. You're struggling to put a word in. You may start to judge this behavior and get upset. But perhaps this could be a projection of the shame you feel when you want to speak up and don't. Isn't that interesting? Number three, think back to your childhood. Explore what parts of you may have been treated as bad or lesser when you were a child. What emotions were you punished for having? Many children get told to get over their anger or sadness, and as a result, those emotions get repressed. We grow up believing they're bad and that we're bad for having them. Number four, avoid shaming or being ashamed of your shadow. 
Some people might say that your shadow longs for acceptance, but really your shadow is you and we all long to feel whole. So it's more So it is more that we long to feel integrated, whole, and complete in our lives. Embrace your shadow and have some compassion for yourself. And remember that it's tough not to feel accepted, including or especially by yourself. Practice loving words of affirmation to yourself, including your shadow. Some examples include, I trust in you. I believe in you. I'm glad that you are my life. You are worthy of love. You are enough. You deserve to be happy and you have a lot to offer. Number five, meditate to observe your triggers. Notice the triggers that cause emotional reactions within you. Then you can meditate on them so that you can step back and observe what's happening. Observe without being judgmental. When emotions come up and allow yourself to have them. When emotions come up, allow yourself to have them. Number six, keep a shadow journal. A shadow journal is a safe and practical way to express all sides of yourself. You can let out your thoughts, both light and dark, using the written word. Make it a daily practice to sit down and write in your journal. Don't censor yourself. Write whatever comes up without overthinking it. And at first, what comes up may feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but it's important to lean into it if you want your shadow self to be heard. Number seven, express your inner shadow artistically. Art is a powerful way to let your shadow express itself. It can be especially beneficial if journaling isn't the way you prefer to express yourself. And according to recent research, art therapy can even be used to treat pre-verbal trauma. Allow yourself to feel all the emotions you need to feel when you're creating art, even if they are dark. Express them while using the medium of your choice. This can be painting, sculpturing, sculpture, singing, digital art, music, or anything else you feel called to try. Don't be afraid to be spontaneous. Create what your inner self wants to create, no matter what it looks like. Number eight, start an inner dialogue. You can learn from your shadow by having an inner conversation with it. To do this, you can use a process similar to meditation. Ask your shadow some questions and wait for an answer. Can can (laughs) <laughs> Keep an open mind, even if it feel weird. Take note of the answers and make sure that you're listening without judgment. And she goes on to talk about 27 shadow work prompts to kickstart your healing. Healing, um, your healing journey. And that's going to read that in the next podcast because I need to take a break. Right here are um, 27 shadow work prompts to kickstart your healing journey. Do you need an extra boost to start your shadow work? So here are 27 shadow work exercises and prompts you can use to kickstart your process of shadow work. Number one, how do you believe people see you? How would they describe you to someone else? And how does that make you feel? Number two, what are the worst traits someone can have according to you? When did you demonstrate these traits? Number three, what tends to make you judgmental towards others? Number four, what memories are you ashamed of? 
Number five, who do you envy and why? Number six, write a letter to the person who hurt you the most in your life and tell them everything you'd like to say. Number seven, what frightens you what frightens you the most? What are some ways you could safely expose yourself to this fear? Number eight, what emotions typically bring out the worst in you? And why do you think this happens? Number nine, when was the last time you self-sabotaged? How were you feeling at that time? What do you think triggered this behavior? Number 10, what friendships make you feel safe and secure? What relationships no longer serves you? Number 11, what's something you wish that other people understood about you? Number 12, what are some lies you previously told yourself? Number 13, what's your worst memory from childhood? What is your worst character trait that you have as a result of this memory or other events from your childhood? Number 14, what are your parents' best character traits? What about their worst? Number 15, how do you feel when drama occurs? Number 16, what makes you self-conscious? Number 17, what makes you feel unsafe? Number 18, who do you currently have a grudge against? Why do you think you aren't letting go? Number 19, who lets you down the most in your life? Number 20, what makes you feel the most valued? Number 21, describe a trait you see in other people that you wish you had yourself. Why do you not have this trait? Number 22, what are your core values? Why are those values important to you? We're going to read about core values in another podcast. So let me go back to, um, uh, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to read um, core, core values. Hold on, sorry, y'all. I go back, back. All right. Number 23, what were your parents or guardians' core values when you were a child? How do your own values differ from those of your parents or guardians? Number 24, at what moment in your life have you been the hardest on yourself and why? Number 25, how do you define failure? How does failure make you feel? Are you afraid of failure? If so, why? What do you do with your time when you're bored? What do you enjoy doing? That was number 26. Number 27, are there negative emotions you try to avoid and why? Implementing shadow work to improve your well-being. The only way to live an authentic life or the only way to live authentically as yourself is to discover and accept your own shadow self. By accepting yourself fully, you can not only improve your own wellness and mental health, but you can also be ready to accept others for who they are too. And shadow work is a key part of developing introspective skills and self-awareness, which are foundational skills for personal growth. It's not easy work though. Shame, frustration, and fear are difficult emotions to navigate alone. They distort our ability to see ourselves accurately and make us less self-compassionate. And self-compassion is a key as you work with your shadow self. So if you are struggling to practice shadow work on your own, seek support from others, including professional help. Include professional help. And she has a site that you can go on 
uh, titled Be At Better Up, we believe in the power of self-awareness and self-compassion to find clarity and build resilience and mental fitness in a challenging world. We also believe that no one should have to go through this journey alone. And again, this at, this article was coming from um, betterup.com, written by Maggie Wu. I hope this um, article was really beneficial to you. As I was reading, I was like, I had started the shadow work, but I love the questions that they were answering. You know, I, I could answer them all because I really had learned a lot about myself. I know my triggers. I know, you know, why I have certain negative um, personality traits, which is trusting people is one of them so i learned a lot about myself you know in the past nine years today's the anniversary death of my mother and when she died was when i began to you know to really work on me and know who a man is and i'm still doing the work i'm still doing the work because every time i think that i'm done is it's something else that i need to get to the bottom of but yes shadow work is important Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. God is happy, yo.